you spend your Sundays looking for something fun to do? Usually they're so drab and dull. <sighs> Boring. We have just the thing for you. November 28th, the Old Rock House and Rock Paper Podcast present Debstock 2021. Featuring music by Nick Gussman and the Coyotes. Debstock 2021, November 28th from 3 to 7 at the Old Rock House, 1200 South 7th Street, St. Louis, Missouri. Tickets on sale at MetroTix.com. Debstock 2021, a benefit for glioblastoma brain cancer. Brought to you by Old Rock House and Rock Paper Podcast. Hey guys, it's Pat from Beyond FM, and if you're in the mood for some great food with an Irish spin, they get out to Shamrocks in St. Peter's. They have some of the best food around, and that's not an Irish jig. <laughs> See what I did there? Get your hands on the Shamrock's famous buffalo chicken pizza or go for some of the burgers. And those are my favorite. The Wee Burgers or even the O'Fatty Milk gets me every time. So hit up Shamrock's at 4177 Veterans Memorial Parkway or call them at 636-939-2000. That's 636-939-2000. Or find them on Facebook at Shamrock's Pub and Grill. It's Shamrock's. The best of everything STL. Your commercials? They suck ass. Beyond FM. Peace, quiet, and good order will be maintained in our city to the best of our ability. Riots, melees, and disturbances of the peace are against the interest of all our people and therefore cannot be permitted. We interrupt this program to bring you... On behalf of the United States government... We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Stand by. I'll be right there. Beyond Radio. Beyond. Now, here comes the music.
Yeah, it's the best of everything SEL. It is Beyond FM, live from the new Shamrocks, 7337 Mexico Road. And I can't believe I remembered all that. I am so surprised. I you guys remember it, honestly. <laughs> I, I'm surprised he was able to remember that. Yes. It is, it is it's, it's, so, it's so beautiful and it's so different from where we were. And we sound so nice right now. Yes. I just know where it's at, so... <laughs> I don't I mean, have to remember that. I mean, the other place was your home away from home. You were pretty much there on the nightly basis, Brennan. So. Yeah, I am commuting a little further to be here, but that's okay. By about how far? Give or take 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. Same here. Hey, man. St. Charles. Hey, so. man, but after a long night at Shamrocks, that 10 minutes can mean everything. <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile, the Nichols, they're what? Like less than 30 seconds away from here. I know. They're so. closer now, damn it. Yeah. They're not even here yet. Oh, but we'll yeah, they're, here. They're, they'll be here pretty soon. The lovely voices that you hear tonight are Patrick Booze and a, and a, and a super surprise for us and, and, and a pleasure. Brandon Barbier is here. He's usually not here on Mondays. He's here on Thursdays. But it's a special night. We're back. We took a little break. He's, he's here Much sometimes needed. on Mondays. Sometimes. sometimes. He just doesn't talk a yeah. lot. I lurk. I lurk in the shadows. <laughs> he's in the creeper in the corner. Or he's hanging outside the window. At the yeah. old place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, did that. he did that a few times. So we got a lot of cool stuff going on. Who do you have? What is the guest that we have tonight, Patrick? Oh, the, what, who is the guest? I mean, he could talk on the mic for a second. Uh, the one and only. I'm making my debut on Beyond FM. Yes, oh, you yeah. are. It is the one and only Brian McKenna, St. Louis's own. And he's a, very, he's a published uh, St. Louis children's author and uh, part-time uh, radio personality, too. When he gets his hours again over Yeah, about that. So. Uh, booted off the air. It's okay. I'll make my thanks, return. Yeah, thanks, so. thanks a lot, COVID. Yeah. Yeah. It so. was co- they blamed it on COVID, but I think it was a talent issue, personally. You think so? I, do, I really do. Do you think our uh, one buddy, Ryan, had something to do with that? Ryan? The Ryan that you didn't, didn't like? I don't or know. Or that talks a lot of uh, flack behind your back, basically that Ryan? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the Is this someone that I knew? No. Yeah, O'Hara. Ryan O'Hara. I don't did I ever work with him? No, not really. He just He was just a weirdo that commented on me? Yeah, pretty that much. That sounds so fucking creepy. Yeah. You think he's a big loser, or what is the deal? I'm not. <laughs> I mean, if, if I didn't know someone and they were commenting on me, you'd think they were... He was there a few times, and you were, well, you were, like, voice tracking and stuff like that, so... Mm, he was looking at me, wasn't he? Yeah. Very weird. What do you guys think about this guy? <laughs> is, I don't he's a hater. Is. is it weird? Is what weird? This guy was checking me out. I didn't really know. Pat was? No. I wasn't. I'm sorry. Nothing is sexier not, than I'm watching someone. I'm not used to being on the air on Mondays. No, so. Yeah, nothing's more interesting than watching Brian <laughs> sit there and voice track yeah. inside. Not, inside. Now 96.3. Hey, all the hits. Hey, all the hits. <laughs> no more. No more. But... We've got a minute to talk a little bit about his uh, published. He's got three now, three, and you're about to be working on your fourth. Yeah, the fourth book. one. Um, we're starting illustrations in December. Nice, and I'm hoping to have it out in January. That's awesome. So we're going to be talking about that further on. We got a lot to get to because we haven't been around for a little bit. We've yeah. been uh, not kind of taking a break. Jeff and Jen haven't been able to come in. Brandon's been busy. Tony's been busy. I've been busy. So. We got a lot of stuff to get through with uh, the concert calendar because the last time we were in, Tones, 
correct me if I'm wrong, there was only like three or four dates. Now we've updated yeah. a lot for the next couple of months. No, for the next month and a half. There's like 20 COVID shows. restrictions? I don't know. Yes. Is there? There is still COVID restrictions. I am paying attention to that. Still yeah. technically, you got to have your card or have a vaccination for the past 72 hours or, or your, your test or whatever. I mean, I went to shave. Still got to wear a mask. I went to shave. Depending on, on venue. <coughs> yeah, depending on the venue, because I went to shave. It's on Friday. Shave it's over at Slough. Showing your age here, pal. It's called the Enterprise Center. No, this no? is Slough. No, Slough. Yeah. This oh, shave it's. Yeah, yeah. shave it's arena. I'm yeah. sorry. You talking about the Chaffetz? I took yeah. it to Chaffetz. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I was confused. For yeah, sure. I went to shave it's on Friday, and all you had to do was have a like have your mask on. You didn't need to show like a vaccination card. You didn't need to show a uh, a negative test at all. It yeah, but then just, again, the. I don't even technically know if there's a true mandate, but St. Louis County or St. Louis City is not going to shut down Chaffetz. Now they'll shut down a corner bar, of course, because that's what easy peasy. What about the pageant? We're going to find the out. has got a lot more money than the pageant does. I bet pageant that. was yeah. fairly strict. I went and saw Theo Vaughn there. Like they checked, they checked my ID. They made sure the piece of paper I had matched my ID. Like, and there was all, there was like separate people that that's all they were doing. Then you move past them to like ticketing and show your ID to get your wristband and stuff like that. I mean, pageant was on it. That was like what three? I, two, like three I would ago? like they were turning people away that were trying to just like beat the system the way you were reading. Like some people were like, they didn't even look. I just waved a piece of paper and walked by. And like there were people trying that and it didn't fly. Jesus. So it'll be interesting in a couple weeks. And then we trying to get on like a political argument with the lady. And she's like, hey man, I just work here. Like they're just doing their job. Yeah, yeah. I'm, jo- I'm just doing my job. Yeah. There's no reason for that. But you know, in a couple of weeks we got uh, the urge Citizen is it Citizen Dane and Fragile Porcelain Mice yes, on sir. Thanksgiving show, yeah. and we're all supposed to be going to that. So, yeah. is it on Thanksgiving? No, uh, it's day, uh, after. day after Black Friday okay. one. Man, it's Black typical. Friday. You know the urge show that day, they do it on that Friday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Shane's benefit thing is that Sunday. I think it's gonna be a busy weekend. Is it yeah. over the pageant? I think so, uh, no, it's Old Rock House. Yep. Okay, and then Saturday night is the discrepancy show. Yeah, yes, it that, is. Uh, I'm saying, yeah. man, busy weekend. And the Wednesday before is Midwest Avengers. Album release party. Nice. So yeah, it's it's crazy. Happy anyway. Thanksgivings, y'all. Yeah. yeah. Should we just get to the concert calendar? No, uh, sorry, man. Uh, might as well. We nah, might as well. We might as well. Uh, looking ahead towards the concert right, calendar. Well, let me let me pull it up. Yeah. I got it right in front of me. I was I ahead know. of you. Well, <laughs> me, okay. Go ahead. All right. So November nineteenth, uh, the Point presents the Road to Point Fest Session One Round Two. It pops. Brave New World. Shots fired. Seventeen eighty one, and a living hell. That same night, one-way traffic at the Oyster Bar, the Broadway Oyster Bar. Yeah. And then November 20th, uh, session one, round three of the Road to Point Fest featuring Population Zero, the Monocles, 86 Red, Euphoria, and Fireside. And then uh, the same night as well at the Broadway Oyster Bar, uh, it's Pluck in the Feed uh, with Cluster Pluck and the Screeching Halts. And uh, there's a whole slew of information on that where you can uh, get some cool stuff and uh, bring canned goods and all that stuff. So uh, just check out uh, Broadway Oyster Bar's website for all that information because we're not going to go through the whole thing. Yeah, there's a yeah. big whole thing yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. The same night, Jim's Pool Room Records, records presents uh, James Way, Wavy and the and 314, double 314. Hour, 314. 314, 314, sorry. The double album release party. Mella Beats is going to kill me for that. It's a double album release party with special guests DJ Trog, Gia Davis, Maddie Burns, and Capo. The Trog that I do? I'm sorry. 
off <laughs> off Broadway. <laughs> November 24th, Off-Broadway Music Venue presents Drinks Giving with Ilphonics and the St. Boogie Brass Band. And then speaking of November 24th, Midwest Avengers album release party at Red Flag featuring Black Spade, Frankie Doo-Wop, Valencia, Frost Money, Robinson, G.J. Flex, Boogie, uh, Shelby Carter. Oh, my God, there's a whole Mike Powers. Yeah. <laughs> Vision, uh, Jason Nelson. Yeah, there's so many more. This event is 21 and up. Yeah, that's Only the biggie. $15 in advance, $20 at the door. Yeah. And then the, the big night that we just talked about, November 26th, The Urge, Fragile Porcelain Mice, and Sinister Dane at the pageant. 27th, Brother Francis and the Soul Tones at the Broadway Oyster Bar. The 27th, also the Discrepancy Show, plus the former me reunion, Isabella the Greater Good, and... Did a disciple at Pops. And then uh, the 27th as well, uh, Al Holiday and the Eastside Rhythm Band at Off Broadway. December 4th, uh, <laughs> Jeremiah. I thought we were going back and forth. Jeremiah Johnson uh, at the are. Broadway Oyster Bar. December and 10th, Fire the Human Single Release Party at Rockstar Taco at Gaslight Lounge. You're going to be a part of that, aren't you? Yes. Nice. I think so. And speaking of that, uh, Jeff Lee from Fire the Humans and In the Poor as well um, will be here on November 18th. Nice. And he's going to play a little acoustic stuff. Also, the same night, we're going to have Shane Presley here on the show. Good old Shane. Hey, everybody. Hey, okay. everybody. You think he's going to bring some uh, some little Debbies with him? A little Shane's? Something. Something. Yeah. Uh, November six or December sixteenth, daytime television album release with the Bronx Cheers and Cave Radio Off Broadway. December seventeenth, Brother Lee and Sweet Talker at Off Broadway. Same night, one way traffic and Spilly Nelson at Broadway Oyster Bar. December eighteenth, the Record Space and Four Hands Brewing Company present a very bastard Christmas with Bastard Squad, The Better Days. The Disappeared and a Living Hell at Red Flag. A very bastard Christmas. I love that title. I love that title. December 29th and 30th, Pokey Lafarge at Off-Broadway. And last but not least, December 31st, huge show at the pageant, The Return of Pale Divine. You can get these, all these shows. You can find them all. More information at uh, Beyond FM on Facebook and BeyondFM.net. If you got any shows. That doesn't exist anymore. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, if you got any shows you want to <laughs> plug, make sure you hit us up over Facebook at Beyond FM or email us at, what is it, Tony? Uh, BeyondFMSTL.gmail.com. Yep, or get a hold of Brandon, Jeff, Jen. Yeah, me. and don't forget also this, uh, November November twenty eighth. We forgot to mention because we did. I f- forgot to put it in there because I had so many shows that I put in here. Um, December twenty eighth at or November twenty eighth at uh, the Old Rock House is um, Deb Stock, featuring uh, the Screeching Halts, One Way Traffic, uh, Spank Anya, and Nick Gusman and the Coyotes. Some of these, some of these name band, band names. I'm just like watching Brian to see his like reaction to like bands like Spankonia. Spankonia, awesome band. I wish I'd have thought of that. There was one I heard that really was interesting. It sounded like a really dirty thing, but I what? forget it now. You'd have to go back to the calendar. Oh boy. Oh no. There's no telling. This yeah. There's no telling. The, there's the, the, so still, many. For me, there's so many. As far as St. Louis bands go, the best or St. Louis area bands go, the best name for band is post-sex nachos oh 
That is oh, incredible. You know Love what? it. Post-sex nachos are awesome. Yeah, they are. Delicious. This is true. Every time. This is true. This is true. Every time. Okay. Um, one more thing that I'll, I'll bring up. Just, I mean, it's not a big deal because there's certain guitar players in the room. Like, oh, who cares? But last night, I, I, I had my debut playing guitar and singing last night nice. in front of strangers. Well, That's not a big deal, deal, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, technically, didn't you sing at one of the, uh, the rooftop sessions last year? Yeah. I mean, I've sang millions of times, like, in front of people. But I, I never. I cannot play and sing at the same time. So, I mean, you. I mean, while I know you, you think I'm this like great guitar player, which I don't know why, but like I can't do what you did last night at all. In all the years I played the instrument, like I cannot sing and play at the same time. I can barely get away with some backup vocals, but to actually like sing verses and stuff and play, like I admire that that you're able to even do that. Yeah, it was it, it wasn't smooth, but hey, I did man. it. I did it. So next what time song, it'll be better. What, what songs did you play though? I did Bag of Pills by Arlo McKinley, mm-hmm. and I did Two Coins by City and Color. Nice. Yeah. So, think you could do uh, a live rendition on Beyond FM one night? Uh, give me a few more weeks at least, but yeah, probably. <laughs> Some of our songs translate over to acoustic pretty good, man. I've been trying to get us to do like a co- like an acoustic show here and there. I I I'm just trying to imagine. Like doing an acoustic set of Burning Alive. So. Well, Bur- Burning Alive would not be a song that you would translate over acoustically. But like a song like The Jackal, which yeah. is a yeah. very heavy, like more metal style song. We have an arrangement, like roughly arranged, uh, that kind of softens the edges a little bit and like has an acoustic. And then Josh would just sing instead of scream, you know, scream and aggressively like yeah. yell. Um, and and he, he has the ability to do so, which is great because he can. I've heard wear him hats. sing like different. Like what was it the the night of Red Flag? I heard him sing an acoustic rendition of the Pokemon theme song. It's no, I believe like, it. I believe John, it. Like, I swear to God, Josh can literally sit down with an acoustic guitar and just sing and play an acoustic guitar. He plays guitar a little bit, and uh, it's actually really good. Um, he'll kill me for saying this um, out loud and on the air somewhere, but. Um, he actually does a really awesome one-man rendition of Leader of Men by Nickelback. Oh, my God. Which is a deep cut. And f- as far as Nickelback goes, it's not a terrible song. Mm. It's not like, look at this photograph. Right. Yeah. Like, late, late, late <laughs> career Nickelback. I want to give him shit. I wanna, he I kills just, it. Like, yeah. He, yeah, he does, he, he, he can do female singers, too. He does, like, Zombie by Cranberries. Really? Yeah. And it's, it's very pretty. I'm expe- I'm saying like here. full on. We need to get like this should be a future episode where we get Josh in here and he, he does like an acoustic set of like some of these songs. I just have to trick him into coming in. I can't tell him <laughs> now. What kind of what kind of snacks would Ryan bring to an acoustic set? Though? Oh boy, mm, something I, soft, no, like yeah, really no, soft. No telling chewy. with him. Honestly, he's always got something going. Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys uh, into just, music it, or something? Say what? Are you guys into music or something? No, I don't know any <laughs> no, of this stuff not at all. Um, just to, just to, for a little clarification, so one of the other band members of Outrun the Fall, Ryan Mills, he comes in and he will bring any kind of snack. This guy, it's all about is, snacks with this. Guy. Really? Yes, yes, that is like the best way to say it. A uh, couple of times, he Brandon's told us stories about like being on set for a photo shoot 
and he just whips out like little Debbie snack cakes just at like the most inopportune time. And there's like photos that, like of like him holding out a little Debbie. Yeah, you snack won't cake. even know that he has it <laughs> until, until the pictures come back. And then... Is he a big guy? Is he a little guy? He's he's a, he's, he's a big stocky guy, but not. I wouldn't I wouldn't like call a guy fat or anything. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Fair but like, enough. But like he he is he's he's like what six foot six foot one maybe. Yeah, a little bit. He's a little yeah, he's a little than taller than me. And, yeah. he, and he's got real broad wide shoulders. So he needs these little Debbie snack I mean, cakes it, to get know, through the day. Yeah. Uh, he, well, he needs them because he loves them. Yeah. yeah, he needs the love. Is what I, I mean, mean, if you people, like, if you see some of his cigarettes, some people use drugs or alcohol. Like that guy loves snacks. He does. All that he stuff loves too, food in general. In all honesty, let's be honest. Let's tell the truth on that. We, because we, he we are, uses well, the hashtag band. So, yeah, like he fit right in when we brought him in. I, so most bands, you know, will flick their like guitar picks out off, off the stage, right? Sure. These guys will throw freaking like Slim Jims. What? <laughs> it's true. Your show, man. Diamond Music Hall. People Diamond Music Hall. I got it. hit in the head with at least like ten Slim Jims from Mills and Brandon. Yeah. Alone you should advertise night. to stoners. This seems people, like a perfect pairing. People come to the shows and they expect. I mean, it did now. you see? Did you see the back of his hoodie? No. You got to look at the back I'm of his hoodie. Real the back. Let me see the back of your hoodie. Oh, what the fuck? That's incredible. <laughs> and the first F bomb's been dropped on oh, the No, it's the second one, actually. Oh, by Brian. That was by Brian, though. Yeah. So, We've yeah, I wear so my own merch because it's awesome. That. It's incredible. <laughs> Some punk rock shit, man. Yeah, man. We're just, we're a food band. We love it. I love it. Like a lot, in a lot of situations, like we won't get paid, but it's like, you'll feed us, though, right? Like if you feed us, we'll nice. come and we'll do our thing. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I love it, man. I'm all about barter. Yeah, what we played we played a show last year and we got like barbecue vouchers that were like the little barbecue <laughs> vendor was like giving us hot dogs and hamburgers. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We all the, no gas money to drive to this place or, or any or anything. Oh, no other expenses were covered. But ten hours, ten hours one way, and then we, they just pay them in food. We and had hamburger coupons, <laughs> <laughs> and then we, and we, dude, and we had more fun there probably than a handful of other shows where we actually got cash. So. <laughs> It was truly awesome. Oh, look at this. Ooh. Food. Yeah. Uh, I've not mm-hmm. yeah, I've not eaten all day. Give me a break. Wow, you're gonna eat here in front of us? Yeah. Well Tony well, usually orders wow. stuff, and I figured Brandon had ordered something too. I'm not I'm gonna wait. Probably will eventually. Probably okay. will. Well we'll take a break so you can chew for a little bit. Yeah. And we're gonna play the new one from Mad Love and and the great thing I, lo- I love about Mad Love. <laughs> how you like that? Um, it's the new project from Christopher Kurd, who used to be in the Hush List. Nice. Good stuff. Yes. So uh, we're going to check that out. And this is called Gang Gang, and it's on Beyond FM. Beyond FM. St. Louis. St. Louis. St. Louis. The 314. St. Louis. Beyond FM. The best of everything STL.
his truck And he's always down to shuck And he's got rough hands from working so hard And he'll always sign your birthday card Boy's so hot you gotta cool him down Cause he's the hottest boy in town STL, it's Beyond FM, and the River Kittens, and Illinois Boy, thank you for joining us. Just remember, whether you're listening to us live now or on our Spotify archives, uh, you can check us out 24 hours a day, seven days a week on our app. It's called Beyond FM 24-7. You can download it for Android and iOS, and it's completely effing free. How about that? Completely effing free. Yes, yes, sir. It should be the tag. You should use that as a liner. Yeah, completely that, that, effing free. Well, I'll probably just say fuck in it anyway. So. <laughs> you use it. We use and abuse that that damn word so much because we can. Yeah, because we can. All right. So, uh, well, are you ready? Let me yeah, turn that always down. ready. Always ready. And let me turn this up, and then I'll go and play the, the dorky music. And it is time for sports with. The one and only Patrick Boos here on Beyond FM. Let's be honest here. You could uh, do so much better with that sounder. I know. I mean, Jesus Christ, you put together that one for my for my show. Why don't you bring that back? This is this is the one. <laughs> this is the one that came with the board. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's super cheesy. It's so, so it's cheesy, but it works. It yeah. works. It works. All right. So catching everybody up. Blues are now ten games into the season, seven two and one off to their one of their best starts in franchise history. They were actually five and zero. Oh. To start the season, they're currently sitting in second in the Central, just behind Minnesota, who's off to an eight and three start. Uh, one point behind them, sixteen to fifteen. Dealing with a lot of COVID issues with the Blues. Apparently, not everybody's uh, either vaccinated or they're just they're still getting COVID somehow, even though they've been vaccinated. Brandon Saad just came back. I think Ryan O'Reilly is back as well, but then you know I think Billy Huso's out, and a couple other Blues are kind of out and the fact that they're also dealing with a salary cap issue why they can't bring anybody else up from Springfield so they're kind of getting screwed but the NHL is not fully like convincing like they just their whole situation right now isn't really making much sense because they don't know if they want to expand the rosters or they want to expand the salary cap but either way Blues are off to a really good start Uh, last time we talked I think yeah, the World Series was not finalized yet, but now the Atlanta Braves are. 
basically coming back to kind of tell the MLB to go fuck themselves when they took away the All-Star game mid-season because of, like, Georgia voting restrictions. So they come back, win the World Series, four games to two over the Houston Astros. And a real big thing that came about for the Cardinals is that Mike Schilt got fired. That just came out of nowhere. They basically said that um, John Mozeliak basically said that there was a, philo- a philosophical issue between him and Schilt, and that was just enough to give him the boot. They didn't exactly say what it was, but this is just now breaking news. Mike, <laughs> Mike Schilt has been named a finalist for manager of the year, and he's not even a fucking coach of any team right now. And in walks Jeff and Jen, oh. fresh from freaking Tennessee. Oh. What is up, guys? What's up, everybody? Hey. What's going on? Hey. Hey, how's everyone? How was the drive? It was um, long and boring. Right here. It was good. Straight through? We didn't crash. Oh, you didn't crash this time. We didn't crash this time. Oh, I've missed you guys so much. Missed you too, bro. Hi, buddy. What's up, buddy? How you doing, man? Good. Hold on. Oh. Hi, Brian. Good Brian, to meet you. Nice to meet you. I am Jen. Nice to meet you, Jen. I'll give proper hugs when we go on break. Yeah, we're going to take a break. Yeah. We're gonna, I'm going to finish up sports report, and we're going to go on break so here. So we'll see you in an hour. Yeah, roughly. Right. This is going to take some time to catch we up with everybody. just in time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Cardinals got five, count them, five, One, two, three, five, gold, five. gold glovers between O'Neal, Bader. Five golden gloves. Yes. Wait, okay. Tyler O'Neill, Harrison Bader, Nolan Arenado, Tommy Edmond, and Paul Goldschmidt. The only one left off, Yadi Molina. So, kind of got ripped off. But yeah, that, that late breaking news. Yeah, but how many of those does he actually have in his career? Uh, I think 50? I think 100? nine. Okay. Nine or that's, ten. That's, that's a lot. So, yeah, Yadi's coming back for his final year, and hopefully he'll win one more before, the, uh, before he calls it a career this next year. But... That's pretty much all I got in sports, so... Wow, that was quick! Well, yeah. You know. Okay, cool. All right, well, then let's hurry up and take a break and then we'll, so we can get some hugs, and then we'll come back yeah. with your guest. Yes. We're gonna He's give, dying to give, talk. We're he giving Patrick dying, the wheel. He is dying to talk today, so... <laughs> Am I quiet or something? No, I'm I, just saying, you've been dying to talk about your books. I can't wait. <laughs> First thing to see. either. All right, so what are we we'll, playing? We'll take a quick break and we'll play the latest from Bleach. And uh, what's the song called, Jeff? Oh, uh, would that be closer? No, it's pull a I little don't. closer. <laughs> not pull. Shut up! Why did you put me it's on the spot? Pull. I've been gone a month, man. A month. a month. We've been gone a month too. Roughly, yeah. And we're still we're right you know back what, at though? it. Though I like to hear new from Bleach. That's exciting words, right there. Yes. Yes. So enjoy, and we'll be back here in minutes on Beyond FM. Start making local music famous. Yeah, that's right. Beyond FM. And I'm trying hard to see the light 
can learn to breathe. Been waiting for the moment, the moment's here. Take all the fear, let it wash you away till I'm who I'm supposed to be. And maybe I can learn to sing. And maybe that changes everything. Take It's the best of I everything. I, st- <laughs> I thought I was going to too, and then you got up on the mic, and I was like, "Oh, okay, okay." It's the best of everything. STL. It's Beyond FM. That was Ryan Cheney with "Call Me Out." Call me out. Yeah, you told me that during the break, and I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I thought you wrote so. it down. That's why I thought you were. Gonna, I should have wrote it down. <laughs> damn it! I should have wrote it down. Damn it! All right. So, not only are we joined by the one and only Brandon Barbier, but also Jeff and Jenner back from Tennessee. Thank you for joining us. We are at Shamrock's Pub and Grill. Where is it at, Tony, now? The new location? 7337 Mexico Road in beautiful St. Peter's. That was well done. That was well done. done. We need to redo those, by the way. Yeah, I I, I put the request in, and somebody hasn't done it yet. I am working on it as we speak. (laughs) So, so we have Brian McKenna in, uh, in... studio tonight. Brian, how you doing, man? Fantastic, Patrick. Thank you for having me. Not a problem. It's been a minute since I saw you. I think it was like mid-COVID last year. I don't think you had like... I think you may have put one book out so far by that point. No. No? Because I just put out my first one in August. Okay, so... I think you you had kind of you you kind of kicked around the idea at that point too. So, in the during the during the break we were talking about this. You basically you know lost all of our hours from the station. You had a lot of time on your hands. So is that like basically because of COVID you decided to start uh, doing these books? Yeah, well, I will say I found myself working from home. Um, my full-time job, I only worked at the radio station one shift a week. Yeah. Um, but my full-time job, I am a sales rep for large plumbing manufacturers. I know. It's exciting stuff. It's <laughs> not like boring radio. Uh, but uh, so I was working from home, and I just decided, you know what? I'm sitting around all day just doing nothing, really. Besides working, besides obviously, working. Yeah. which I was doing a lot of if my boss is listening. got to love working from home, right? Yeah. But I decided I want to do something with my time, and so I decided to write some books. And it was it just, like, where did the inspiration come from, from, like, wanting to write children's books? Well, I will say, um, back when I was in high school, I thought I wanted to be a cartoonist. I thought that was my, my destiny. And uh, unfortunately, I didn't have the drawing ability. As much what as were I, you drawing, though? Oh, just, like, <laughs> do I even Ren and Stempy. Oh, okay. I mean, <laughs> just Cartoon Network stuff, you know. Gotcha. The classics. Say what? Drawings in the bathtub. Doing drawings. Exactly. Drawings. Come on, that's an old school. Anybody get that reference? I'm not getting that reference. What's that from? <laughs> that would be from Saturday Night Live. Okay. Mike Myers. Hello, my name is Simon, and I love to do drawings. Oh, now I remember. remember no, you don't. Yeah. No, the only reason. No, I do. I do. I do. The only, well, the only reason I remember is because like the best of Mike Myers. He had that was on there. Simon. So he yeah, to do Simon. Drawings in the bathtub. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Simon was probably a lot better than I was. I don't know. That's what kind of I imagine when he says, so what were you drawing? Because Simon did stick figures and yeah. dicks. Was I was drawing yeah. dicks. That's <laughs> what I was going to say. I didn't want to bring it up. Ask. I was going to ask. I mean, what guy doesn't? I mean, let's be honest. Thank you. Right. Where were you going to high school again? I went to Lafayette. Okay. Um, but 
I really don't like to claim any high school. I'm more no. of a free spirit. Okay. Just a free spirit. <laughs> he's, a, so. he's a gypsy. A I mean, gypsy. it makes sense. I mean, it makes sense with the with one of the titles of his books, The uh, the Big Beautiful Purple Tree. And you said that uh, during the break, you basically said that the guy that did the illustrations for it, you think he was doing like on acid flashback. <laughs> so. No, no, no. That's not what I said. I said that my illustrator, a really nice guy named Jeff, he's a hard rock dude. He loves rocking out, and I, I think that his illustrations are very vivid and very uh, whimsical. So I just, you know, I don't know what was happening back in the 70s and 80s at these rock concerts, but I assume maybe there's some, uh, you know, otherworldly um, inspiration going on. I will say we're looking at the, what is it called, the happy purple, the big beautiful purple tree, and the illustrations are quite amazing, actually. So shouts out. I mean, I see what you're talking about, about that uh, kindy kind of like uh, psychedelic kind of, the, the pictures are very vibrant uh, um, and they just kind of pop out at you I will say since you're talking about it and we're looking at it it's very well drawn up it's almost like Alice in Wonderland type drawings if you look at the picture this we're looking at a picture of the forest and it's just the colors and the way it's drawn is very trippy Thank you. So, is that look way, at this field with you're the going orange for. and the purples and the green. Just say yes, Brian. That was what you're going yeah, for. Yeah, I love trippy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but you doesn't. know what? For me, I'm like, hey, if I'm going to be reading a, a, a book to my kids, which I don't have any kids, but if I'm going to do it, I just have the cats. <laughs> what oh. do the cats think? <laughs> they fucking love it. It's the best book they've ever read. They tell me themselves, man. Back to was trippy that, stuff. Was that your first one, though? The f- that was my first one. And okay. I will say that book took tremendously longer than these two. Um, because all those illustrations were done in uh, Prisma color pencil um, and a little bit of paint, and so it was a long process. We started that book in March of 2020, and we released it last August or this August. Well, a couple months ago. That's <laughs> so. What, what took so uh, to, like like what took so long for that to actually come out, though? Well, I will say it took my illustrator um, between two to three, sometimes a month. Um, two to three weeks to a month to get at each page done. I mean, yeah. it was just a process of drawing, redrawing some, um, certain page we had, pages we had to scrap and uh, redo, but it was just a process. Nice. Where was the inspiration for that one coming from? You know what? That book, um, I had always, I've always kind of had a, uh, an affinity for trees. I think trees are really cool. And if you look into trees and actually um, mushrooms, there's an incredible neural network underneath the ground connecting every single tree and plant life look it up there's a beautiful um fungi documentary on netflix about it but trees are really special um creatures i think did you know trees and mushrooms do you know why they hang out why you always find mushrooms on trees no because mushrooms are fun guys oh my god (laughs) (laughs) nice i knew he was going with that I knew he was going with that. So are your, um, about the author on the back, are those mostly true? Mostly, mostly true. What do you mean? What do you mean? I mean, you have, to, you have to read them because, I mean, to see what I'm saying, like, um, you, you, you wrestle great white sharks. I have. That's fantastic. Yeah. Legend has it. You play poker with ghosts. Yep. And juggle porcupines. That's true. If it's written in a book, it must be true, right? That is true. <laughs> I feel like this is like... Guess also, what's he's it? a professional vending machiner. That is true. I've seen... I've seen... Uh, I've seen that before. Yeah? Yeah. Did I show you live? 
I think so, yeah. Really? On Facebook Live, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I do like so, to play the claw machine. Another. I was going to ask you about how you went from... I was trying to figure out how he... Went. I don't have a microphone. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how he was a professional vending machine person. I'm like... Does he select the chocolate donuts a certain way? Like, no, 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 I, no, no, my no, mind like, goes no, a like a claw machine person. Like Brandon's machine. thinking food. Yeah, Brand, as, as usual, Brandon's mind is on food. Although so. I want to know how he went from being a professional claw machine guy to selling plumbing <laughs> products. Right, like, right. Dude, when you we said that, I really sure. thought, like, when I was doing my five minutes of information on you while we were on break and looking at your books and stuff, and I was reading the back of the book, and I saw that, and I was like, I bet this dude's done like video games, and this guy probably for a living sits at home, right, like fixing and making his own games and stuff. Oh, and he's I like, wish. I sell yeah. plumbing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, what cra- what cracks me up to is his TikToks. Is that he like posts about his TikToks of like actually doing claw machines. Like, I don't think I have yet to see you lose one on the claw machine. You well, he wrote a whole book. Yeah, yeah. But I understand Brandon's inquiry because Brandon wants to know if there's some kind of special key code that you could put in to drop yes, any kind of snack. that's what he's looking for. <laughs> I have the key code if you want it. I mean, it's I'm paying attention. Right. Like, <laughs> it's in the book. Do you remember? It's in the book. Do you remember when you were a kid and on the calculator you typed out boobs? Give it a try on the vending machine. Hey. I'm just saying. All right. There I you might, go, folks. Try it, it out. You're going to have a whole lot of people typing boobs. It's 8,008. <laughs> <laughs> the five's in there somewhere. So where did... Okay, so skip ahead. Well, let's not skip ahead to the vending machine. Let's, let's to the claw machine yet. So tell me about the second one. You said this was like a follow-up to a well-known story. This is. And I don't want to personally say what this story is, but... I'm sure you guys can can allude from my title, The Very Bloated Butterfly, what, what the original book might have been. This is kind of like a follow-up, you know, because in the first book that I didn't write, um, a caterpillar ate a lot of food, and he was gearing up for the cocoon. And then in this, this is the follow-up. This is after the cocoon. And uh, he came out a little heavy. Yeah. And it's fair, you know, if we're bulking up for winter, I think uh, it happens to the best of us. But you know, When did this Very Bloated Butterfly come out? This came out in September. Of 2021, of this year? 2021, yep. Well, perfect, because look how many people came out bloated from 2020. (laughs) (laughs) From sitting at home, you know, that COVID-15 or whatever they were saying. Right, right. Did you? Well, good for you, Bray. I mean. I gained it all back now. (laughs) But you did lose it. I I lost, like, the first, like, 30 on uh, the first part of the year last year. (laughs) Would you say you lost it, then you found it again? I lost it, and I found it. Same, same. It took me a year to find it all back, basically. So that one came out like less than a month in. Uh, so this one came out in August. The big, right. uh, the big beautiful purple tree came out in August, and then this one came out a month later. Yes. So where you were, you were obviously working on them pretty much at the same time, right? I will say that um, the very blooded butterfly came around early summer of 2020. So it did not take as long as the purple tree. Mm-hmm. We uh, illustrated it differently. We illustrated it on on the com- on the computer. Gotcha. Yeah. Was that process a little bit easier versus actually doing like the illustrations and whatnot? Yes, I will say it was easier. Um, you know, the quality of the illustrations I don't think is as like wonderful and spectacular as you know when you draw it out, but. Um, still a fun project. Really enjoyed it. Did you have like more hands on this time around with the second one with like the illustrations or was that your other buddy Jeff doing that? No, I, um, I did have more control this second round. I will say when you're, when you're dealing with an illustrator and their vision and your own vision for the story, um, there can be some conflicts and there can be times where you disagree about certain ideas. And, um, so 
the second one, I, I hired someone outright. Um, me and Jeff are partners on this book. He owns a percentage of this book for, for illustrating it. But um, It's kind of like uh, a musician and, or, or a band or whatever and using the same producer and same engineers every, almost every time because they've already discovered the last album, how they can work together. And right. So there you go. And it makes it a little bit easier. Yep. Nice. Nice. That's all I got, man. No. I thought you had something. <laughs> that was my on. input. I, I thought you had something to add on. And no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm dumb. I'm only so I got, I got a question for you. What? How do you go about your process of writing a child's book? Um, where do you come up with these stories? As far as like, I know you said this is a sequel to the other book that you didn't write, um, but like writing your purple tree did, was this a story? That you just thought of again, you, you don't have kids, so it's not like these are stories you told your kids. I've heard of other people that have written children's books. First off, getting it published is not e- like it's not easy just to write a book and get it published. I think maybe nowadays it's a little easier than what it used to be back then because it's so easy to find these publishers and stuff. Um, but I also know publishers don't just publish anything. You you have to get it kind of approved you'll you'll have a company so who publishes who does is it the green pines is that your publisher or is that your that is my publisher okay and are they from st louis too as well or it's actually my own llc really really yep how'd you that's interesting well my wife and i um uh we are entrepreneurs and we own an airbnb actually about to own a second airbnb um and so i decided that um it was a project worthwhile enough that I was going to publish it myself. So what? Do, how do you? How do you declare yourself a publisher? Like, how did you have to go through that? Did you have to take classes on that? Do you just? Is no. it like being ordained online? You go and find online and be like, <laughs> pretty much. All right, this guy. And then you read your work and like, I'll, I'll publish it. Heck yeah! I mean, you know what? Honestly, these days anyone can publish themselves. Um, I just I I strategically found someone that could print the book for me. Um, you know, but I just did all the legwork of a publisher. So really? um, I'm a hustler. I get yeah. out there and. Sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. No. Uh, do you intend to publish other writers, or was it more just Possibly. to help? Benef- no, I would absolutely intend publishing other writers. I think that, um, you know, it's such a beautiful thing to be able to tell a story in a book, especially a children's book, and uh, if there was ever someone that was interested, I would definitely entertain it. Nice. nice. Patrick? No. I know you're thinking about it. Nah. So my book idea, My gonna- book idea is more towards, like, music than anything, so... I've had a, I've, I've been kicking around a book. I, in all honesty, I have been kicking a book or a book idea around about like 20, it, it, it circles around the number 27, you know, uh, sir, the basic like 27 different like music facts and music stories and stuff like that. So I like it. I doubt anybody would read it, but yeah, <laughs> your friends here would. So how do you, uh, try out your material for a story do you just write these stories down i mean I'm, again i'm just reading them and it's like children's books seem so you would think would be so easy to write but it's really I'm, I'm sure it's not so is it like writing a song like like when we have our musicians in and like they have these notebooks full of lyrics that come to their head like are you sitting there and again i could imagine it you being like oh man these are stories I, I tell my kids and see how they react to it and if it's good but again your cats don't go <laughs> that was good dad <laughs> they do with enough alcohol <laughs> so you think they do right but. no I will say um, so like just for example the big beautiful purple tree I wrote that when I was in high school and over the years uh, my dad encouraged me he said, he said you know write this down in a notebook you're not going to lose it so I did 
And then when I decided I was going to write down, you know, make it into a book, I had my mom read it, I had my wife read it, give me notes, I had my dad read it, and they gave me some input and helped me kind of soften the edges. Um, so I always rely on my family, and they help a lot. Nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Go ahead. It's your interview, yeah, brother. Yeah, I was going to say, Tony, you want to take a break real quick and we come back oh, and we're sure. going to talk a little bit more. We're going to get into his uh, love and I mean his uh, TikToks <laughs> and, you know, random Facebook posts about how to beat claw machines. Everyone's so, always been curious. I'm sure, you know, have oh, you yeah. ever wanted to beat a claw machine? Yeah, I've wanted to. I've never been able to beat a freaking claw machine ever. You will after today, Patrick. You All will. Right. Now that I got the book, now I got the how-to machine. <laughs> Tony, what are we going to play? Uh, we're going to play uh, the artist that's going to be here on the 18th, and not Shane Presley. Uh, this is going to be Fire the Humans, and uh, this is their latest track right now. Of course, cause they're coming in and premiering a new track on the 18th, but this is going to be Vanish, and this is on Beyond FM. In your face, all over the place. We're online 24 7. 24 7. 24 7, 365 days a year. Hey, this is Jeff from Fire the Humans, and you're listening to Beyond FM. I don't need to be rich. All I needed was to know that you're gonna be mine You can sound like a bitch But honey, tell me now if I'm just wasting my time Cause I don't wanna be the one that you're asking to leave And every now and again I wear my heart on my sleeve To be loved by, 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 to be loved
Can we be rock stars if we're not living like rock stars? If we live like rock stars, the music will come. Okay. The music will come, okay. Charlie. Beyond FM. It's the best of everything, STL Beyond FM. That was Grave Neighbors, and you were never here. But were you at Six Flags? But yeah, no. apparently, <laughs> were you at Six Flags? We were talk, We were just uh, talking about our times. Jeff working at Six Flags. Brian worked at Six Flags. I worked at Six Flags for a summer. So just talking about yeah, our... Chicks at Six Flags. Yeah, Brandon apparently made out with chicks, and his friends were lighting up cigarettes at Six Flags, got them all kicked out. <laughs> so... I made out with Brandon's friends at Six Flags. You made out with them or hung Not out? Brandon. Oh. But it's friends. That's cool. <laughs> we all made out with Brandon at his Six Flags. Come on. <laughs> I think... Oh, to- uh, Brandon, don't you remember? Yeah, I... You should I, write a book about it. I tongue custom wants. Just a little time. All right. So, speaking of Six Flags, I'm pretty sure you've you've probably gone there and beat the claw machines there. Am I right? Or am I wrong? I have, but I will say I maintained the claws inside Six Flags for a couple of years, so I had an unfair advantage. 
Oh, so the, but, oh, you know the secrets. You know the secrets. Uh, my friend, they're all in this book. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the third third book that actually just came out by Brian, How to Beat the Claw Machine Tips and Tricks to Help You Win Big. And how do you go from like, you know, writing about a bit the big beautiful purple tree, the very bloated butterfly, now you're writing about how to beat the claw machine. Like, well, where did that like where did that come from? I am a serial entrepreneur. Um, I am. That is a good. That is a good way to describe yourself. Yes. Instead of just saying you're a hustler, a serial entrepreneur. That's a good way to. That's a good plug right there. Yes. Thank you. It's um. It's a sickness I have, and if I'm not doing something, if I'm not involved in something, I'm bored with life, and so I just I decided to do all three. Why not? Yeah. Why not? I mean, and what? So the illustration on this one, it's kind of. It's almost like a. It's. Bit of a definitely a how-to book, right? So it's not very long. It's only um, thirty some odd pages, but that's because there's only a couple really key points you need in order to win the claw machine. Can you divulge any, or is it just hey, you oh. buy the book? To, normally, you buy the book? normally I wouldn't, but for Beyond FM, I will absolutely divulge some tricks. Okay, so Jeff, my, you better be taking notes. Jeff, you got a notepad and a pen. <laughs> I'm recording this. Okay, <laughs> I read the book. Yeah. So and you I, already I'm know. I'm going to buy the book. So. Well, I will say there's a couple key things, okay? First of all, when you walk up to a claw machine, there's a couple things you want to evaluate. Are they all packed in tight, or do they have some room? Are, there, are, they, are they laying vertically or horizontally? Let's get the scope of what's going on in the claw machine. Are we going plush, or are we going jewelry? I'm always a fan of plush. Jewelry's cool, but for me... I'm a plush guy. And you know what? Kudos to you for saying plush. <laughs> you, know, I read the book. you did. Did you get that in my. Yeah. <laughs> did you get a tissue? He's about to cry. Oh my God. He's about you to cry. Awesome. Research, Brian. Thank you. you guys are really professional. I mean, we've just been gone out of state for a month and just drove in six hours, but we know about you. you are, so. Honestly, I'm really impressed. And I will say that plush is the way to go. Plush is more fun. Jewelry's hard, man. Jewelry. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? Picking up the jewelry, little claws. So here's my big tip to people, okay? You want to get the claw as far underneath the prize as possible, okay? That's the only way the claw will have its maximum strength. You imagine sometimes it hits, it might go like that and grab it on the sides. That's why we always want to go for a prize horizontally. That's the best way to get those prongs underneath your prize. And so I will say that is one of my biggest tips I can tell people is go for a prize that is laying on its back or on its front. Nice. How long have you been doing this, basically, to, like, learn these tips uh since i was about five years old i was literally gonna say your whole life minus yes years. yes <laughs> you really do your research <laughs> no what happened was i was at a store with my parents and i asked for a dollar for the claw machine i had never seen one never played one in my life i put the dollar in and i went on my first try and i was wow. like it was like heroin i was like oh my god i now have this stuffed animal and i had to do almost nothing for it so just one, just one whole dollar and learning how to beat the machine. Yes. Well, so, it took many years to learn how to beat it. So Somebody you, put $49 on before. And it, exactly. You soft, they yeah, they softened it up. They softened it up for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Hey, you learn in my book, you have to use that to your advantage. You see someone standing in front of the claw machine for a long time you with no success. you got to stay there for all day and count 49 people, yeah. and then you be the 50th Isn't person. that the, uh, the philosophy that people have for like the slot machines in Vegas, too? And it's actually a very similar calculation that the claw machine uses. I was just going to say, it sounds like it's like counting the slots at the slot machines. You yeah. watch people, and that's a... And I was going to ask you, is there, with you working on them, is there a rhythm to them? 
or is it all literally a skill game that it's 50-50 luck? Like, no matter, I know there's things you can kind of do to help get it, but is there a rhythm to them that... Read the book. (laughs) (laughs) She says mid-bite. I know the answer to this. She says mid-bite. Do you know the answer? I kind of already know the answer, and I just want to confirm if I'm right because I'm pretty sure there's a rhythm. They're all to internally it. programmed to their each pro, to their own program. Well, here's it's two part. Okay, yes, there is a rhythm to it. Okay, because every crane machine has a certain amount of money it needs to make before it's going to allow the claw to pay out. But that doesn't mean it's not going to pay out when it's not supposed to. If you come in and you have the right strategy, you can absolutely beat the claw at any time. So it's it's two parts. That's what I, okay. So I'm a big person that uh, a bit, not a big person. I'm somebody that likes to watch the games, and I watch these guys on TikTok. And God, I probably may have seen you before if you do the claw machine videos. But I watch these guys that go. I want to know how many times have you been kicked out of an arcade oh. for making your videos because I know they do not like that. You That's stole an damn question. Damn it! Damn it! Damn it. And second. <laughs> Um, Are you banned from Dave and Buster's for life? <laughs> I also know. It's a, I also know that all of those games, carnival games, Six Flags games, whatever. Yes, a lot of them are rigged, but you can beat them. Oh yeah, and there are ways. So okay, first how question: many, Yes, how many arcades have you been banned from? I have been kicked out of Swing Around Fun Town on, on numerous occasions. <laughs> the last one involved the Drillomatic. I don't want to get into it. It was it was crazy. I was I was literally winning too much. And the guy walked up. He's like, "Are you are you hitting the jackpots?" I'm like, "Yeah." And he goes, "Not anymore." He pulls the the plug out of the wall. So um, yes, I had to kicked out of arcades. Really? He just walked up and pulled the plug on the wall. They know that it's. In all honesty, they know that's what. In all honesty, I I am too good. Like I can go in and I can beat a drillomatic game. Do you guys know the drillomatic games? No, oh, no, no, no. it has it has a bunch of holes on a wall. Oh, prize in it. yeah, yeah, you yeah, yeah. Just drill. Oh, and get it in the hole. Um, I I can beat any of those at the drop of a hat. It doesn't it won't take me more than two tries, and so I will go in, and they have ones where you can hit a ticket jackpot. And I'll hit the j- ticket jackpot all day. And I sat there, and I got enough tickets that I got a surround sound system from Swing Around Fun Town. It was 20,000 <laughs> tickets, and I got it in one day. No shit. I shit you not. No wow. shit. And I just hit the 500-ticket jackpot on that Drillomatic about. That's kind of like t- like you said with the casinos, man. Yeah. That's when the house is watching, and they're like, man, this guy's just car- <laughs> win after win after win. They're the going to start going. Knows. The house something, knows. The house always something, knows. Something's not right. This guy's beating the system. And so he comes over and he's like, not today, son. So what's, seriously, though, what's that conversation like you have with somebody that's about to kick you out? Like, and they accuse you and like, do you deny it or like what? Like, no. what's, what's that? You know what? I'm very confident. And I, I told the guy, I said, I'm happy to show you again after he did his deal. He goes, no, he just he said, collect your tickets, get your prize and head on out. And I did what he asked and. Hey, I mean, listen, I get it. It's like a card counter going in. If they ask you to leave, you politely leave. That's that's right. the deal. Kind of right. like taking a little too serious at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not supposed to be giving out surround sounds. Right. Yeah. That's, the whole point. that's, that's true. Exactly that's true. It's, it's true. It's really just an empty box, and somebody yeah, had to run in the store and buy it. Quick, get to Walmart. Quick, go to Walmart right up the road. <laughs> Shit. Because I live next. I used to live next to Swing Around Fun Town, and like I've yeah, I've never. They seen have my picture man. on the wall. <laughs> I'm not surprised. And not to mention that surround sound system probably only costs them maybe $150. But for you, the standard person to collect 20,000 tickets, you would probably spend 
four or five hundred dollars for your kids to win that amount. Right. But when you know the tricks, this guy's spending probably half of what it costs. So they're losing money. True. Because if you're beating the system, you're going to get that time after time after time, not having to spend ten dollars to get it that one time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. And that's why. Right, yeah. Brian, and right. that's why if you get good and you practice, you can really do some damage. It's it's I've fun. Seen it. Yeah. How many Chuck E. Cheeses have you been kicked out of? Oh. <laughs> you know what? I've never been kicked out of a Chuck E. Cheese. I will say they don't have any claw machines at Chuck E. Cheese. I don't know if anyone's ever noticed that, but they don't do redemption games. Hmm. Where's it's your a... favorite place to go to play claw machines? What has the best claw machines? That's a great question. <clears throat> For my money. <laughs> you Jeff's such do. a cock blocker on questions. <laughs> he so fucking is. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Pat would never ask hey, Pat, such a good I question. Leave. I'll see you, man. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, enjoy your meal, Jeff. Jesus. I will. Turn this mic off over here, Tony. No, okay. you're fine. You're Patrick, fine. the best place to win a claw <laughs> you machine. You really did turn it off. <laughs> I think the best place to win a claw machine, the best place to practice for my money is Walmart. And I'm going to tell you why, okay? Hmm. Walmart? Let's fuck Walmart. No. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to shop there. You just go in the, the little entrance area. It's, it's always the same game. It's, it's a national contract that Walmart has throughout every single store, so you're always going to be playing the exact same claw every machines. Walmart has them. Exactly. And if you, if you learn how to play that claw, you can kick some ass. Hey, you can go to 20 of them in, easily in a day. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. What do you think I do all day mm-hmm. between sales calls? That's all <laughs> Walmart. Skips out, skips out and go goes to Walmart. Walmart. And lunch breaks. Little bit of time for, little bit for them, a little bit for me. <laughs> no, it's it's a fun hobby. I think for anyone who's um, thought about playing the claw machine, um, been interested, but maybe been a little intimidated, um, definitely worth going over to clawmachinebook.com and grabbing a copy. I'm fairly proficient. I feel like my, my kids know. Like they don't even want they don't even want to mess around and play. They're like, Dad, do the claw machine because they, well, they pick out like Dad. I want that they one. Will, they will try, but see, like I I had a friend who loaded those and he told me that like it's almost like a puzzle and the pieces are put in there in a certain order to where you almost have to pick them in a sort of specific order otherwise it's just they're stacked they're they're stacked they're stacked a certain way and so if they'll be like oh i want that but if i can see that there's no way i'm gonna get it i'm like why don't you pick one of them ones on top in that corner over there? Because that's the corner that's ready to be picked right now. Right. And then they'll, they'll find something they want. Now, let me ask you this. Have you ever used the swing technique on a claw machine? The what? Like, are you, are you talking about, like, hitting the button when it's still moving and so you can kind of swing the claw into place? Yes. But strategically, swinging it. To aim for a prize outside I mean, the, I, I, have, I, have, I think I'd be tried. skilled enough to. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've ever tried that. I will say in my new book, I do detail how to use the swing technique, and it's pretty interesting because the swing technique will allow you to get prizes outside the playing field. Stuff pushed up against the glass, mm-hmm. stuff that um, just in a bad position. Um, so if you're if you're ever at a claw that you feel is loose. You know how sometimes you play them and they're real rigid, you know, rigid and they're just kind of humming along. And other ones, you move it and it's like whoosh, whoosh. Right. Those are great. Use those to your advantage. You see something push up against the glass, what you do is pull up on it, give it a little back and forth, get a rhythm going, and then it'll take a couple tries. Because you don't know, you hit that button, you don't know how it's going to land, but pay attention. Because on your second try, you'll know where to hit it. It's a lot of fun. I'm telling you guys. God damn, I'm going to be playing fucking claw machines tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> be broke. They're addicting. One time at Six Flags, my daughter wanted a specific Minecraft thing. It was, it was a Minecraft machine, 
And she was like, I want that. And it was, you know, it was in the field of play. I felt like I could get this. One of the three metal claws actually went through the plastic tag loop. So it grabbed it, picked it up. It's better than sex. The claw opened, the tag was caught, and it didn't drop. It didn't drop it. I literally grabbed this machine and was shaking it back and forth. I'm one of those people that, like, if it had gone badly, it would have the machine would have fallen on me. And people are walking by, like, "What are you doing?" And I was refusing to not get the prize that I rightfully won. I mean, I, the, it doesn't turn into I can, a fucking Karen. I can, I can, I can, like, I see the manager. I can only <laughs> imagine Brandon. I can't. I can't disappoint my daughter. She saw the win, and yeah. you know what? And the and the rule is. You don't earn that prize until it falls through the chute, but there is no rule that says you can't shake the machine. I mean, I was I was seconds away from smashing the front plexiglass mm-hmm. and just grabbing what was mine. You know what I Brandon would do? Just straight hulks out, punches through the fucking plexiglass. It's I, I did break the plastic like signage on the front of it. Like my hand went through it when I was like trying to rock it back and forth and get it shaking. Oh, <laughs> my hand went. I, I, so I did sort of break the machine. Where was that at, Brandon? Six Flags above Thunder River. Oh, you okay. oh. And you go up and walk through what? the... What? Right, bro. That was you? Like, you son of a bitch. I had to fix that claw. Yeah, it wasn't working right. Like, right now. I know. I know what's I will tell you what. It wasn't when, working right. When I was at Six Flags, we had so many people that would come up to me and they'd say, hey, I won that prize and it didn't give it to me and you're going to give it to me. I'm like, hey, listen, take it easy. It's, it's, just, it's, just, a, it's just a stuffed animal. Yeah. I respect the rule. But you won. Yeah, you got robbed. Won. You respect the rule, but you won fair and square. I won fair there's, and square. There's nothing wrong with shaking it a little bit. Yeah. You say there's no rule that you can't shake it? I did fetch the, the item. From the prize slot. The How o- it got there is nobody's business. The only game that you can't <laughs> he shake. He just sent his daughter up in the, <laughs> the shoot. <laughs> She's still living in the claw. <laughs> like, seriously, if you saw the look on her face when the claw opened and the prize didn't fall, she looked at me like, how could you do this to me? I actually have a video on my TikTok, which is at claw underscore dude. Um, where I was playing at the Tilt Arcade at Mid Rivers Mall, not too far from here. Mm. And you guys ever seen? You ever been to the Tilt Arcade at the Mid Rivers Mall? Mm-mm. Yeah, it sucks now. It does suck now, but there is a claw in there that is unlike any claw. It's a giant round one, and the prizes come along almost like, you know, it's like it's coming through a river or something. And uh, I won, and it didn't give it to me because it got stuck in that freaking thing. And you know what I did? Mm. I played again, and I picked it up and won. That's the trick. If you have to, if it's not going to shake out, nice. It, it was weird. It was. I mean, it was a one in a million shot. Like because it was hanging there, and there was no way it was going to come off that claw unless I got the thing swinging. Yep. It's a heartbreaker. What was that TikTok account name again? It's Claw underscore Dude. Dude, gotcha right here. And um, if you go on there, you can actually see that that video I was talking about. Um, <laughs> Everybody's actually, pulling up TikTok right now. Pull Everybody's up. pulling up TikTok right now. I actually had some success during COVID. Um, I had a couple videos go bonkers. I have one that hit 20 million. Really? I have several that hit 10 and 5. You went viral, bro. I did go viral. And I got 173,000 followers get out this, of it. Get this man. 2 million likes. Yeah, get 1. this. 1.9 mil. Get this man some penicillin. He's gone viral. 173,000 <laughs> followers. Look at you, dude. Thank you. People love the claw machine. People. Oh, I just followed you, by the way. You're my new best friend. There you go. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah. We're going to go play claw machines together. That's right. Go to Mid Rivers Mall and play uh, play the claw no, machine David over Buster. there. Yeah, Walmart. Da- Dave and Buster. Walmart. Or Dave and Buster. You know what another great place is, and it's a hidden Walmart. gem? That is a good spot. But have you ever been to the Holiday Inn at Six Flags in Eureka? Yes, I have. That is a kick ass arcade. And I give them a huge shout out because they have some fun claws. Old school claws. Now, what's your favorite kind of. Like, do you consider the like the whole game, like the drill game? So, what about like the ones where you see that you got to get the key to go uh, through the the hole perfectly? And key you see master, these guys, yeah, where you see these guys pushing like five hundred dollar Apple, you know, iTunes gift cards and getting all this. You want to know the secret? I used to program that game when I was at Six Flags, and the program is say you got a, I got an iPhone in there it's worth five six hundred bucks, right? They got to dump six grand in there before it pays out a prize. And there's and those games, that Clawmaster and others like that, there's no winning outside of the designated win time. Really? Yes, absolutely. You just have to be the one that's there when they make their bottom line. Yes. Oh, well, I Jesus. will say though, um, you can set it. It's up to the uh, Claw or arcade operator. You can set it that the bottom row is available at any time, but they will never let the big prizes go until it's ready. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on do you do you watch these other uh, videos on TikToks uh, or, or even on Facebook? Because I know there's others out there. Hell yeah! And and, and I can't. But there's a, a, another another guy. I wish I knew his name. But I've watched several videos and I've watched him and he does that key master the key push. Yes, plays the basketball game and, and like, he wins makes like a hundred shots. Yes, but he wins like <laughs> every time. Is that real? Like I don't it's know. That's real. what I'm asking. Like, is so? Like, what are your thoughts when you see these videos and the guys like you guys all think my my key that especially that key one. I, and, he, and he's like, I'll show you right now. And you watch him put the dollar in or the $5 or whatever, and he does it and nails it on the first try. And it's like... You want to know what that is? I also know that video effects exist, and but... It's not video effects. I know exactly what that is, though. I could go into any claw machine or claw key game and set it to win. You can set it so it has on zero difficulty, but nobody does that. But if he works in an arcade, if his daddy owns an arcade... He could probably go in and make a pretty convincing video. So it could be altered. Okay. I will say at Six Flags that I, I could have wowed people and won some jackpots just because it's a it's a computer. You can go in and you can set it to different difficulties. It's all about how tight the arcade is. Hmm. Does that go back to the tight grouping or the loose grouping? Like, what did that have to do with the? I was curious. You said the first thing you look for is if they're tight. If it ain't tight, it ain't right. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about video games, guys. Oh, not sorry. You want tones? Unlike other things in life, you want it a little looser. Than what do you mean tight. by that? Like if they're all like side by side by side with no space <laughs> in between? Yes. So imagine this. That- um, another term I use in my book is stabbing. And we don't like to stab because you have three prongs on the claw machine and you need all those prongs working for you. And if they're two bunched together, you're going for your prize. There's a good chance you're going to poke another prize, and it's going to prevent you from winning your prize. I've done that before, and that pisses me off. It's annoying, right? Right. So, yes, that's why you want to find a, a, you know, like you were saying, find something with some space, maybe laying on top, on the side. Um, But when they're bunched up, it's hard to get between them. Okay, so you were talking about the prizes. I actually thought you meant the machines side by side to each other had something to do oh, with Oh, no. That. So the bunching up, you were talking about the prizes. Of, yeah, of the plush. That's why I was confused. I'm like, why does it have to matter if you have space in between each machine? <laughs> so if they but you're them- talking about the prizes. 
Makes total sense now. So if they put the peanut butter and cheese crackers on the first row, like the lower row, row. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 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 Wrong kind of vending. Again. Oh, again. Oh. again. They, they were, they're both like, I don't know. How do you no. know the snack machines yeah. to give you more? Brandon's still hungry. <laughs> Brandon's still hungry. Yeah, Brandon's still hungry. Tony, you want to take another break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about his uh, fourth book. He's got a fourth book coming oh, out here pretty shit. soon, right, Brian? You want me to reveal my fourth book? Uh, can you do that after a song I can break? do it after the break. Yeah, cool. we're going to take a song break. All right, we'll be right back. We'll be playing, Tones. All right, got to tell you. Oh, come on. Nope. On Beyond FM. All right. Best of everything STL. Beyond FM. Messiahs 
And they rise and afraid of the world on the best of everything STL Beyond FM. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for hanging out. Um, Going to give a shout out once again to the new location of Shamrocks, 7337 Mexico Road in St. Peter's. Uh, come out and support them. They support a lot of local stuff, including charities and more. And so they, they're great people to... Uh, to help you out if you need help, and uh, they'll find ways to do that. Also, I'll give a couple of shouts out to some other people that, that support the scene and just give them props, um, including, like, well, this is one of be kind of shameless, but Rockstar Taco, uh, guys down at Gaslight, uh, Rock Paper Podcast, Underground STL, Artist United Network, um, the Cerebral Hub, uh, a whole lot more, to, uh, you know, Red Flag and... and Redfish, Bluefish, and even Diamond Music Hall, and Pops, and everyone who supports the local scene, um, please check them out and see what you can do to support them, because without them, we couldn't do all this. So, this cool. is true. Yes, it's true. Speaking of... Uh, support local. Speaking of Underground STL. Oh, yeah. That too. Um, the uh, sa- the Sunday show mm-hmm. on there is it's uh, the Boozy Sports Podcast between me and Booster. Uh, we're going to be hopefully starting to get featured here on Beyond FM as well. Me yes. and Booster will be talking all St. Louis sports, basically going in and kind of a, talking about shit that's just going to annoy the hell out of Jeff Nichols. Just put it that way. Okay. Because he doesn't give a shit. Also, while we're bringing up <laughs> Underground STL. Um, Shout out to Sam and Booster over there. We are also, tomorrow, I believe we're going to premiere it tomorrow. Um, they do have a new side podcast, or at least Sam does. I'm not sure if Booster is involved in it yet or not, because I don't know all the details, but uh, it's uh, a podcast about St. Louis crime, like old school crime stories and True stuff like that. Podcast. True crime. That's nice. it. True crime. And so we're going to start airing that on Tuesday nights. Nice. Yeah. Sam's in charge of that? Uh, I don't know who's necessarily in charge, but... If Sam's in charge yeah. of it. You know it's going to be fucked up. Well, that's true. Oh, Pat, that is why true. would you say that? Because Sam's a fucked up person. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of love in this room. If you, okay, if you ever got a chance to be on Underground STL, you would understand, like, some of the, like, you watch Underground STL, Sam is the most loudest fucking oh, outlandish son of a bitch. <laughs> he, he's fucking hilarious. Don't I like get me this wrong. guy already. He's awesome. He is awesome. So, yeah, but, yeah, but that's going to be our new Tuesday shows here on Beyond FM? Yes. Nice. Do you have a title, or do you have a title yet, or I, I don't know the whole deal yet. Gotcha. We'll figure it out all tomorrow, and then we'll, we'll post something, and then we'll start scheduling it accordingly. Schedule it accordingly. Yes, but it'll be they'll, they'll, they're going to do it live eventually, uh, maybe starting tomorrow at seven, and we're going to well, no, actually, it won't be live. It'll be pre-produced, but it's going to air live on their side, yeah, and we're going to air gonna it, it on our side at the same time. Gotcha. Yeah. So we will. Yeah. That's going to be good. I, I'm I'm a true crime fan myself, so I'll definitely check that out. Brian, 
Those make for the best podcasts. For honestly. sure. For sure. Bingeable. And since it's, it deals with St. Louis, here there you go. I mean, you you got to know the city of St. Louis is full of uh, not only history, but I mean, not only modern crime, (laughs) crime crime in the past as well. Modern crime, but crime (laughs) in the past, yes, for sure. Yeah, Brian, you ever thought about doing like a crime crime book, like a true crime? I prefer just to do crimes. I don't even. I don't want a podcast. I just want to rob and steal. You just want to do like B and E's and stuff like that. B and E's breaking and entering. Oh, see, I'm so straight-laced. <laughs> no, like, that no, was, no, was that something kinky? <laughs> this guy wasn't Is that like cr- a different part of S&M? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds kinky. <laughs> so you, okay, so you're three books in, and you, like, getting serious here for a second. So yeah. you're three books in, and you say you're about ready to start on your fourth, or you've already finished the fourth? The fourth book has been written, and um, it is going, we are currently doing sketches for it. Nice. Um, I'm working with an illustrator. Um, he's a really nice guy. He's actually done a lot of work with children's books, and I'm really excited for this one. And do you have a title? I do. All right. The title is, is... You got the drum roll? It's called Doodle. Doodle? Doodle. And it's actually, it's a story about my cat, Doodle. Nice. Yeah, it's exciting stuff, man. It's, um, Doodle's a very odd character. We, we rescue all of our cats. We have five, by the way. Yes. And yes, thank you for judging. Um, instead <laughs> of the crazy cat lady, it's the crazy cat couple. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, he's a crazy little cat, man. We got him and he had hope, a neurological. Hopefully cat did not, uh, cat take offense to that comment. So I'm apologizing in advance. Sh- I- I'm going to be instructed to kick your ass very soon. Okay. And it's nothing personal. I'll understand. Um, <laughs> I've had it coming. Um, Doodle is actually, um, he is our second um, autistic cat or neurologically off cat. We don't know exactly what the condition is. um, I did not know cats could like, yeah. Well, actually, I think I like recently discovered that that, like tigers, there's like an autistic tiger in like some kind of zoo and somewhere in the United States. I can't remember where, but I did not realize that cats and like other like animals could be like considered to be on the autism scale yeah absolutely and they actually have some of the same reactions like um like you know being more alert uh scared by loud noises and stuff like that um so yeah but i will say it makes for a very unique cat a really squirrely dude um if you've never seen an autistic cat it's an it's a very interesting thing i recommend it i don't know where you could find one besides my house but <laughs> but no, it's just a, it's a little lighthearted children's book about um, Doodle and our house and our cats and all of them have their own personalities that shine uh, in the book. Nice, yeah, nice. Where did you uh, rescue rescue Doodle from? Doodle we rescued from the Good Life um, Foundation. They're down in Herculaneum. Some good folks doing some good work down there. Do you have any pets? Uh, well, my roommate actually has two dogs, three cats. Oh, and my girlfriend actually has two cats and a dog. So you're or no, 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 two dogs and a cat. Sorry, I had it backwards. They're going to kill me now. Uh-oh. So the cats or her? <laughs> no, her, her, <laughs> and the dogs. Shit, <laughs> she's not listening to this, right? Uh, I don't know. She might. Oh, well, <laughs> she's hello. Work, she's working right now. So Shh. why are we shushing? Just be careful. Oh yeah, be careful, dude. Yeah. Very careful. Walking Very a slippery careful. slope, man. Yeah. yeah. So you were saying? So you said uh, Doodle was rescued out of Herculaneum. Yes. Okay. A sweet little dude, and uh, yeah, it's just it's just, just a little lighthearted children's book. Uh, the Adventures of Doodle should be fun. Being like a superhero, or just like is it? No, really, uh, it's actually just called Doodle. Okay, but uh, no, it's just a book about cats and 
It's for people who like cats. Do you have like ideas for a fifth book yet or just trying to get through this one first? Because it seemed like we, like you said earlier, you know, you'd work, you were trying to finish up the big purple tree, the big, beautiful purple tree. Sorry. I need to get that name correctly. And then like in between that, the, the second one's coming out and you're working on the second one, the very bloated butterfly. So, are you just like sk- kind of like skipping around from project to project at times, like spending one day kind of focusing on one, and the next day it's like the other one? Or? No, it's it, I do I do see see them through. So I will say after my fourth book, I'll probably take a little bit of a respite because um, my wife and I are about to buy our second Airbnb. And you moving up in the world, I'm trying to yeah out there hustling every day, man. Um, yeah, and that and I will say that our first Airbnb took every single night of two months to get it up and running. So. It'll take some time, and so I'm going to have to kind of put my stories on the back burner for a little bit. Where's the uh, the first one at? Like, if anybody wants to rent it, where can they uh, get a hold of you at with that? Yeah, well, you, know, you can find it at TwinRiverCottage.com, and it is in beautiful Eureka, Missouri. Um, it's actually right right down the road from Brookdale Farms, um, which I think is the best pumpkin patch in all of St. Louis. That is a good place, yes. Um, and then our second one is going to be uh, just a little south of Soulard. Uh, in South City. Talk about two different areas for sure. You got to so. diversify, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to be two. So, okay. So sales. Yep. My day job. Publicist. Right. Writer. Right. Owner of Airbnb. Right. Are you thinking about adding like a fit title to yourself, Brian? Or? I actually, I am also uh, one of the owners of Center Ice Brewery. Uh, located in Midtown, in the same building as Pappy's Barbecue and Southern oh, yeah. Fried Chicken. Uh, oh, wow. We make some of the best beer in St. Louis and uh, Center Ice. It's a cool nice. choice. So, I, so yes, there's 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 several other things going on in the background. But uh, um, when do you ever sleep, man? Not much. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I just make the most out of the hours I'm awake. Yeah. No time for watch. I don't. I don't watch much TV. I love listening to the radio. I love Howard Stern. I don't know how you guys feel about Howard being radio dudes. Yeah. You listen? I don't you, listen, but I have I, listened I've in listened, the past. It's yeah. been a, it's been a while since I listened yeah. to Stern, but I feel like if you're, I in think radio, we've had this conversation before, like when we were working at now ninety six three, and you were like questioning everybody that came through, like something like, "Hey, do you know where the phrase Hey now, came hey, now. From? hey now, yeah, Hey now." Well, here's the thing: if you're in radio, I think Howard Stern is the best masterclass in radio anyone can listen to. He is a terrific interviewer. Yes, that is for yeah. sure. Almost as good as Pat Booze. Not, not as almost. good, but almost nah, as good. I wouldn't go that far with me. So. <laughs> So, going to take a bit of a break mm-hmm. writing for a little bit. Yep. But do you have, like, other ideas still, like, on the back burner there? Or I do. I actually have are you, an, are you writing stuff down? Like, how are you remembering some of these, like, some of these stories, basically? I do have a notes file going on my phone. Okay. Um, my, I'm actually kicking around the idea of doing a coloring book in the future. Uh, kind of a unique twist on the coloring book. I don't want to exactly say, but... Unique twist on a coloring that book. That is cool. It'd be interesting. Like my, I'm just like my brain is just like swirling from that, like just wondering what that could be, like a unique twist. Like, what do you add? What could make a unique twist on a coloring book? I, you know what? It's I like I like coming in and, and putting twists on things. That's kind of why I did this book. A little follow up to the, yeah. But uh, the, un, the unofficial sequel to a very hungry caterpillar. Exactly. So, <laughs> so make sure I don't say that out loud. <laughs> but thank you for saying it. 
So, okay. What about Kat though? Like what, like what's Kat up to with like all this? Like, is she helping you out in the background or she got her she own does. thing basically? Kat or? was so freaking instrumental in, in this book. She's instrumental in all my books, but she really helped me um, kind of fine tune this one. But um, Kat is actually a full-time reseller of clothes. Um, she is a, uh, a Depop seller. So we'll go out to estate sales and get a bunch of vintage clothing and she sells it. And man, she's kicking ass. She's actually, that's her full-time job. Really? That is awesome. Yeah. I've never heard that before. It's it's oh, that, a lot of people are doing it now. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we, we went out this weekend and we got so we spent sixty bucks on clothing and she's already about to sell her first item for like thirty bucks. So it's it's a quick turnaround and it's good margins. Nice. Yeah. You said she was kind of an inspiration on like some of these and what like in what way? Um well I will show you here. Let me put my mic up real quick. Um I'll show you in uh Big beautiful purple tree. I did have a page illustrated to us with the cats. Oh, yes, I had to include awesome. the cats as you well. You had to put the cats in there, yeah. Um, but no, cats, cats, um, she's always helping me with proofreading. I am a dope when it comes to grammar, so she's kind of my, <laughs> she's my, she's my teacher. You can't spell for shit. No, how do you become a writer? You can't spell for shit because you just need to have the idea. <laughs> You know what? <laughs> That's the beautiful thing about being in radio is you're like you're writing down like some of your liners and some of the stuff that you want to say, and nobody else is around, so nobody else has to read your shitty handwriting, your <laughs> shitty typing and skills and shit like that. So it always worked that way. I so. miss I miss seeing you at the radio station. It I was fun working too, with man. you. Yeah, like right. I remember like right before the uh, the pandemic hit, you, me, and Jake Baumgartner were like having conversations about like, you know, like fuck, what we want to do, like five years into our career and stuff like that. And we right. were talking about like making like stupid ass TikToks together. And, and we shit. made one. Yes. We made one. Yes, we did. We were talking about even make like we, in all honesty, tell us like, this is like, we were talking about like making light kind of light of the, uh, the pandemic and like social distancing and shit mm-hmm. like that. And it like looking back on it now would have been kind of like, uh, would we really kind of that was that in good taste yeah basically. i love stuff that's in, in bad taste is the funniest stuff it, yeah it would have been a bad <laughs> yeah, taste but let's, let's be honest jokes, oh, sex, yeah. i mean but, why not but the social distancing and stuff like that and the way the jokes that we were kind of making towards it it was kind of like okay if cat see if cat thomas sees that we're gonna kind of get a reprimand <laughs> a little bit <laughs> who cares man yeah, Fuck he's the man. Gone. yeah he's gone he's went back to fucking vegas who gives a yeah. shit oh sorry cat oh. <laughs> if he's listening spilling the tea <laughs> But no, you're, you. I think that you. I can. I can honestly say, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. But Patrick, you are my favorite DJ on Y ninety eight between the hours of midnight <laughs> and six a.m. Oh, it's the same morning. for me. On Sunday morning. Yeah. Yeah. You're kidding. Did we just come best friends? Absolutely. <laughs> right. I wish you. I wish they would bring us back, man. It just it sucks. Like now, it was the way things ended on now ninety six three. They kind of like it just doesn't make any sense. Like they, it really wasn't doing that great with ratings, right? In all honesty, and then you know they just like turned it into the loo ninety six three the loo, and it's really not that much better. I hate it. And the fact, like, it's all run like outside like from fucking Kansas City or something like that now. Can I make a commentary on St. Louis Radio? Go for it. It's bland. Yeah. It's really milk toast and there's nobody in town shaking it up. I will say That's what we're trying to do here though. I know, that's why I love you guys. And you know what? It's so much better being on the internet because terrestrial you can't say fuck, you can't say shit. Mm-hmm. And why not? Because we're adults. We we need to speak like adults. Fucking FCC, I tell you. I know. 
Yeah. It's now crazy. if we can just get more people to listen. Yeah. <laughs> what is the listenership of Beyond FM? Oh, not good enough. Not good I'll enough. I'll always say that. It's I will never say this. Good I will say this. I think as many shares and many comments that we got on the fact that you were going to be on this episode, I think was probably, it probably got up there with oh. like how many people were like planning on listening in on this episode awesome. alone. So. Because I think it was like your mom, and I think like a number of your Aww. family members were all my commenting. <laughs> we're all commenting on it, saying, "How Shit, can we I find forgot the my episode? Mom's How listening. can we find the episode?" Uh, what have I said? What did I say? What did I say? <laughs> well, um, you mind if I give a couple shameless plugs? Oh, all right, plug go for it. All for it. You can find uh, "How to Beat the Claw Machine" on Amazon. You can also find it at clawmachinebook.com. Uh, you can find the pur- big beautiful purple tree at purpletreebook.com. Also on Amazon. Um, and uh, please visit TwinRiverCottage.com, the most beautiful Airbnb in all of St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I definitely think I'm going to have to try to convince uh, Ray to go and rent that out one, <laughs> one weekend, maybe, something like Listen, that. Listen, for Beyond FM, I can work out a very special deal, 5% off. It's the best I can do, but <laughs> because I like you so much, I'll do it. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. We appreciate you coming on, too. So. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so, awesome, get, so who do we got on next week? Next uh, next week will be Midwest Avengers. Nice. Oh. Yeah, so that'll be interesting. Yeah. Would you say, I think this is this qualifies as our very first, like, actually author showing up on the show. Yeah. I'm the first author? Yes. Yeah. We've had a lawyer. We've had, yeah. like, a couple of, uh, let's see. We've had a, radio, a St. Louis radio DJ with Cornbread. Cornbread was on? And Tom Turbrock was on. Tommy Turbrock? Yeah. Those are legends. We've had uh, a lot of different, like, musical artists, of course. Mm -hmm. We've had one... Man. We've had a baker with Abby. Yeah. Abby Ben's being on, and we've been dying to get her back on here. Man. Yeah, I don't think we've ever had an... What about a weight loss influencer? uh, Gorilla J. (laughs) When he was on, I think. That would be it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we when in one of the guys from Fight Back Mountain, when he was on, he's an actual like 100% uh, practicing attorney in the city of St. Louis. Really? Yeah. It's pretty cool. So yeah, this is our first author, so now we can mark that off on the books. Oh, I'm honored, guys. Yeah. It's badass, man. It was, it was a good interview. For, for sure. sure. Thank you. We appreciate you being on. I hope you enjoyed it. I did, and I will say I am now a fan of Beyond FM. I'm locked in. I mean, I, I'll tell everybody, man. I I know at first you'll be like, you know, you turn it on and you're like, man, this is flip-flopping genres and everything else. I don't know if I like this yet. And give it a week, man. And then yeah, you'll yeah. be like, you know what? I don't really want to listen to anything else because I know every artist that's played on here is from here or, or surrounding areas and yeah. and stuff like that. So and, you're, and you'll be amazed at, at the quality of of music that comes out of this town. And I don't know any local music, so this is awesome. I need I need some new music. Yeah. Pat, Pat we, asked me what I wanted to play, and I'm like, yeah, we were taught, we were having this conversation, and he's like, well, I'm not really sure if I know like any actual sinless artist. And I'm like, bro, download the app and start listening and just like give it a give it a week, give it two mm-hmm. weeks, just listen to it like on a consistent basis, and you'll hear like some of the most amazing fucking artists. Like Common Jones. Common Jones for sure. Mm-hmm. Fight Back Mountain. Uh, some of my personal favorites would be Outrun the Fall, uh, Egan's Rats, uh, The Wild it- and Free. That's the, like, I think 
in all honesty, you and Kat would love the wild and free. Can you send me some? Can you text me some names? Yes. I need I need help. Absolutely. Thank or you. Or just turn on the app and then you can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that helps too. That just start jotting them down yourself. <laughs> right. <laughs> Damn it! I have to actually do something. No. no, I will. I'm looking forward to tuning in. And now I have the app on my phone, and all my and my mom does too, which is even more important. She'll promote Hi, that. Hi, Brian's mom. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm going to mention this real quick. I don't. Uh, I guess it, it's not premature because I think it's set in stone that's going to happen. We we mentioned Tom Turbrock earlier, um, and he has his own internet station on TomTurbrock.com. Yep, it's all like metal and stuff like that, of course, because awesome. it's Tom Turbrock. And so he has asked me to do a weekly punk show on his on his station. So what I'm is it called? I don't know yet. I think it's going to be called Hooligans Nation. I thought you were calling it something albino or something like that. No, no the that's albino punk. That's, 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 that's a whole different thing. You don't even pay attention to me. You don't oh. love me enough. Pat's on himself. Yeah. He's a big radio DJ on 198. I know, man. He's a superstar. <laughs> no, but uh, I'll be doing that, and hopefully things will be cool with that. It'll be, it'll be fun. Congrats, man. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. And... Uh, one last thing, uh, give a plug to Rockstar Taco again, and uh, I guess I could say it. We, we've got the POS system in. We're waiting on a few more things equipment-wise, and then we should be full-blown open, hopefully. I don't want to say this weekend, but hopefully. Well, I'll just say hopefully by Thanksgiving we'll be fully open. Nice. Yes. Awesome. And then it'll be jamming. It'll be a good time. All right. Patrick hasn't been there to have tacos yet. No, I haven't had a chance to. Mm. Dubflow's been there every week since we've been there. Just about. Well, Dub loves tacos. That's why. He does. Plus, he lives pretty close. But that helps, too. <laughs> it is a little trick for you guys out yeah. here. St. <clears throat> Chuck. Yep. Going back. I don't make it to the city too often. No, no. <laughs> you know, you can come down. We're open till midnight, and you can come down before you go to Y98. When I don't DJ. When you don't DJ yeah. out in the middle of maybe, nowhere. Yeah, maybe this weekend I'll do it. Yeah. Right. you good. I'll let you know what we're having. Sounds good. Okay. So are we out of here? We I done? think we are out of here. We done? Brian, you want to give a give a uh, quick plug on where they can find you at? Yes, thank you. TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, all that kind of stuff. At Claw underscore dude on TikTok. Uh, ClawMachineBook.com. PurpleTreeBook.com and TwinRiverCottage.com. What about uh, Instagram, Facebook? I don't want to be seen on those social platforms. Oh, Jesus Christ. They're evil. They're evil. <laughs> no, but I will say the claw book is a great gift for Christmas coming up. It definitely would be a surprise. <laughs> I mean, it would be a surprise. Something <laughs> surprise again. Yeah. You know, I think it's it's a topic that a lot of people would be interested in. Yeah. Pat's going yeah. to be a master here any day after Yeah, I'm going to have to read that tonight. So I'm going to Walmart when I get up in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to try it. Go on my lunch break tomorrow and just start going to like Twin like Twin, Twin Rivers, or uh, no, at the uh, Mid, Tilt. Mid Rivers Mall. Tilt Arcade. Yeah, tilt, go to the Tilt and check it out. <laughs> it's pretty rad. It's a lot of claws. All right, cool. All right. Thanks, guys. No right. problem. Appreciate here. you being on. Let's get out of here, Tones. Gonna we'll leave, leave you, we're we're going to leave you with Bruiser Queen and their cover of Bad Reputation from Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. And we're out of here. We'll see you next. Well, actually, we'll see you Thursday. How about that? We don't know who's going to be on. We don't know what we're going to do, but we're going to be here. So that's what we're going to do. And we'll see you then. Peace. This is Beyond FM Music. Live and loud. Well, I'm a bigger man, a bigger man than you.
Good FM, the best of everything STL.